Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You're listening to Inside the Clubhouse. It's Matt Spiegel and Bruce Levine, as I, always. I prefer it the other way, Matt. It is Bruce Levine along with me. Um, Bruce is kind enough to have me, Matt no, Spiegel, along here with him. No, I think you should put yourself first. Um, it is Matt Spiegel here <laughs> along with Bruce it's Levine. A, the interesting part of uh, this, and this segment is about Addison Russell, is we're uh, dissecting what is good for a community, an organization, a city, and also what is good for a baseball team, an individual, and his particular rights uh, after completing what is expected of him as far as the um, work that he has to do uh, during these 40 days that he's suspended next season and in this offseason here. It's um, there's nothing clear cut about what should happen here. I, I don't think that there's a right or wrong conclusion. I think that most people believe that the Cubs would be better off with Addison Russell because he abused his wife. Uh, he admitted to it in some form, accepted a 40 game suspension, and that is not acceptable in our day and age. Uh, the other side is is that. Should a man in no matter man or woman, no matter what their profession is, have the ability to make a mistake to rehab themselves, to apologize and to move on with their profession, no matter whether it's baseball or some something else? I, I think that that is something that we have to look at. And the sensitivity of the Chicago Cubs organization above Mr. Epstein, above Mr. Hoyer, talking about uh, can we have somebody who did this continue to be a part of our organization. There's a lot there. Um, This organization has tried to deal with players as human beings and have a mental skills department. They're very aggressive with that. They've helped players deal with certain issues. Um, Addison Russell needs to own the fact that what he has done is so incredibly abhorrent and and, and deal with his own personal maturation. Now, if you want to keep him as a ball player, right. you've got to make the decision that you're keeping him as a man and you've got to help him realize what he has been and, and try to make sure that never, ever happens again in his life. We have to bring in uh, 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 Chapman and the fact that the Cubs – did bring in somebody who was in a very similar situation for a pure rental that they knew they were well, never going regardless, to resign. I mean, to, well, no, but I think that makes a big difference because we're talking I don't about, think so. but no. we're talking about an investment and whether you move forward with a guy. I, no, I don't think so. I don't think you can. I don't think you can. Uh, you can just uh, throw it, throw that out as, oh, we're only going to have a person who abused somebody here for a short time. So it's okay. Oh, I no, I'm, but I'm saying, I think for, I'm not saying it was better or worse. I'm saying for their perspective, they weren't making a decision to get in bed for years to come uh, from a PR perspective or the personal they, development. They have no of commitment somebody. to Addison Russell beyond this year. Well, they have, they have no, com- well, they have ownership of his contractual rights that, until 2022. A, and that is what we're discussing is whether or not they want to continue to do that. I don't think they do. Do you? Okay. Well, 
from let's talk about from a baseball perspective. Okay. Well, because, uh, but before any of this became public again over the last right. month, um, I, I was hearing around the ballpark, as I'm sure you were too, that they were ready to move on well, from they, Addison Well, they tried Russell. to trade him last uh, winter. He, I mean, for the right package coming back. I mean, you have, uh, what you have is a 25-year-old guy, not yet 25, who uh, has accomplished a lot, has been an all-star shortstop, has had a season with 21 home runs and 95 RBI, uh, has uh, been somebody that uh, has arguably with uh, Crawford of the Giants the best range factor of any shortstop in baseball. And you have uh, the idea that although you maybe wanted to move him, what were you? What are you going to be able to get for Addison Russell at this point? Yeah, the value is awfully down because those numbers and the All Star game and, that you're and, talking about is two years ago and, and off season. So he's regressed so offensively you, quite a bit. Are, are you able to make a statement, Matt? Easier by an organization saying goodbye to Addison Russell, knowing that he wasn't able to get the job done offensively over the last two years. Now, with all this weighing him down. Is he going to be a different player going forward? Or do some of the injuries to his shoulder and his hand continue to be uh, something that diminishes him from being the player he was in 2016? Purely from a baseball perspective, at the plate, I thought he was a mess in 2017. In terms of his approach and his... You know, having his head right and what he's actually trying to do, having a plan at the plate, he was an absolute mess. And this this year's worse. Well, this has been hanging over him for a year, right? This has been an open open investigation by Major League Baseball. It has never been closed. He was aware of it. And he was dealing with... His wife was aware of it. He's dealing with a marriage that's falling apart by his own doing. Well, whatever, whatever it is, I mean, in the court of public opinion... Addison Russell is guilty. Now he's admitted to some harm to his wife. He is guilty of that. My question is, moving forward, as a baseball player or as a uh, uh, superintendent of schools or as a uh, street worker for the city of Chicago, are you entitled to keep your job moving forward if you do everything right Mm -hmm. to show that you made a mistake and that you've done everything to satisfy uh, people as far as your rehabilitation? Well, I think that's a yes, but the question is whether they want to wear it right. and, and deal with the it, PR Is it easier for them to move on because he has been unproductive? Well, I think that, yeah. It, in, in, yes. Yes, it, it is. If this, were, if this were another much more productive player, fill in the blank with Javier Baez or Anthony Rizzo or whatever, then, then how, where could you stand morally? Then what would they do? Then that, but no, this is a guy who has regressed dramatically, offensively, who I think they are frustrated with. Um, From a baseball perspective, though, who else is elite in in the middle of the infield defensively other than Javier Baez? If you let Addison Russell go, you have nobody. You have to go get a very, very good fielder in the middle of the infield. What if something happens to Baez? So in the offseason here, if they are going to replace Addison Russell one way or another, uh, is it incumbent upon them to be higher up on the level of what they want to do with their off-season additions to go after a middle infielder? Mm-hmm. Um, in other words, uh, look at uh, Brett Merrifield from uh, Kansas City. Whit Merrifield? Whit, Whit Merrifield. Mm-hmm. Here's a guy, let, 29 let years old, hits, right? uh, led their team in hitting, I believe, 
led the league in stolen bases, a top-of-the-order hitter, a guy that can get an awful lot of things done. Uh, is this the type of player you bring in and make a move? Maybe maybe you move an Ian Happ for, for Merrifield. Uh, those are the type of things with Kansas City looking toward their future. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that the type of trade that makes sense for the Chicago Cubs where you get more athletic, uh, you get a stable second baseman, you got a guy for three or four years, uh, you, you still probably have three years of um, – of contract control, uh, something that you have to look at to see if that's that in, indeed is the case. Whit Merrifield led the American League in both hits and stolen bases this year. Um, not going to come cheap. No, uh, and he is arbitration eligible not uh, until 2020, not a free agent until 2023. Right. So, so I don't know that. So there's a lot of a uh, lot of controllable years. For this guy, but uh, if there's free agents out there like DJ LeMahieu, who is a contact hitter and can right. play it's second base, going to cost base, you more, right? It's going to cost you more. But, this is uh, this is contract controllable, so it's not going to cost you a lot of money. It might cost you a lot in coming back. You know, if if indeed they like a, a guy like Hap, if indeed that if indeed they like one of your minor league players, does David David Bodie have to go in a trade like that? Uh, those are those are the things that they might have to look at, and this might be a, a more of a priority, knowing you don't have uh, you you have Ben Zobris going into the last year at age thirty eight. You don't have the luxury of him being around after two thousand nineteen. It's my first time doing the segment with you, Bruce. Do we weigh in with an official? Should he stay or should he go? Absolutely. Or a prediction? Absolutely. I I I think I think that he will go. Um, and I do I think he should go? Yeah. I do, but but the problem is the value is just so low right what, now. What I'm hearing, the way that it's being talked about and dealt with, I believe at at the at a certain time they will issue the idea of getting anything back for him mm-hmm. and release him. Yeah, that's it. Uh, I, I think that would be the organization position from what I'm hearing, and it will be difficult because you have a young player still with I think three years left of uh, control mm-hmm. that you're letting go that it could come back to be one of the top shortstops in the game. But from the statement that you want to make as a organization, from the statement you want to make as a, as a baseball team uh, and in a, in a city where these things are not acceptable, not that they are anywhere else. Um, I, I think they, they will let him go. He's Bruce Levine. I'm Matt Spiegel. It is inside the clubhouse. Before we take a break, a couple of phone calls. This is Mike downtown who has called up to inside the clubhouse. What do you say, Mike? Bruce, I always enjoy Saturday mornings with you. Uh, We're listening to Theo assume responsibility for the disaster. Watching Chris Sale pitch last night, what is Jerry Reinsdorf? We've had these discussions for years. What is Jerry Reinsdorf thinking about accountability? And I disagree with uh, uh, Matt. I don't believe Tim Anderson improved this year. Certainly not the bet. But, Bruce, what are the Sox thinking? 100 losses, a triple-A team on the field, six straight losing seasons. Mancata, what is Mr. in Mr. Reinsdorf's view right now? Well, there's other parts to that, and that's Michael Kopech that will hopefully be back healthy in a year. If you're talking about value, for uh, him, everybody was excited about Michael Kopech and that he was going to be uh, a top of the rotation pitcher for this team. Uh, Basabe, a, a center fielder that came in that deal, is going to be somebody they feel is going to be in the major leagues in a year or so. Uh, 
you know, again, I don't, I don't know. Uh, next, next time I do talk to Jerry, I will uh, certainly ask him uh, about what he feels about the sale trade. But uh, I, I can understand the angst of a White Sox fan right now watching Sale in the uh, playoffs and Kopech a year away from competing for the White Sox again. This is Mark in Plainfield on the score. Mark, thanks for calling. What's up? Good morning, gents. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, regarding Addison Russell, uh, certainly I don't condone his behavior, but I think he still has some value. And what are your thoughts on this? Let's say they take Addison Russell and they, they have an expert meet with him, assess his his situation and whether or not he's remorseful or whether or not he could be rehabbed. And don't you think if, if they gave him a second opportunity and they thought he was redeemable, do you think he can assist the team, help the team with 95 RBIs two years ago and, and you know, pretty good power? There's certainly, Thanks, val- there's certainly value well, there. He's brilliant defensively. First, first of all, uh, Matt, Major League Baseball insists upon this program. It's collectively bargained with the Players Association and Major League Baseball that he will be going through a program. It's not up to him. He's already accepted that as part of the 40-game suspension. Mm-hmm. And and so there is some treatment and some personal rehabilitation in the MLB. Has to be. In, in if he MLB doesn't complete it, he, he doesn't come back. So, look, could they could they take that approach if they believe in him? As a person, could they take that long view approach and say, look, there's still some value as a player and we don't want to give up on him as a person? Certainly they could do that. It would surprise both of us at this point. Though. Right, absolutely. It's- we, we have to take a break. Uh, Owen, Rick, Mark, George, we're going to get to you and everybody else. 312-644-6767. More baseball talk to come to, to come on Inside the Clubhouse. Welcome back in on Inside the Clubhouse. It is 670 The Score. He is Bruce Levine. I am merely Matt Spiegel. This hour is brought to you by Cars for Kids. Call one eight seven seven Cars for Kids. Few more uh, phone callers out there, um, but boy, the the passionate response to the Addison Russell conversation is is understandable. Some folks with personal stories of abuse saying you cannot rehabilitate somebody like that. You should give up on them as soon as possible. As a twenty five year old, do we cast are they, people are they allowed, off? Are they allowed to continue to make a living and to go on with their life? Is Major League Baseball a privilege and something that? They should not be allowed to continue to do if they've shown this type of behavior. Uh, I don't have a, uh, I don't have an opinion. I just have that question. And an organization has to decide they want to live with the consequences of having somebody like that, who even if you try to yeah. rehabilitate, may regress and embarrass you. But, but again, you, again. you know, uh, the Chapman situation is still there. I mean, you brought in an abuser uh, for a short period of time. Was that okay? Is that hypocritical in any way on how you're going forward with this? This is a a person that you developed in your farm system. He wasn't uh, from here. He was traded for in 2014. Uh, He's been a big part of your success. Uh, He's been uh, somebody that they've counted on, and now he's run into a problem. Is this problem too big to get over for him to stay a Chicago Cub? Let's get a couple more phone calls in before we make way for Illinois football. This is Rick in Tinley Park on 670 The Score. What's up, Rick? Rick, Hello? Yeah, Rick, you're on, buddy. Go ahead. Hey, hey, it's it's Greg, not Rick. Oh, sorry but about that. That's, but that's okay. Uh, two things, guys. The Addison Russell thing, strictly from a baseball point of view, he's gone. He's not, he's not the flexible guy that Madden needs. 
He basically plays shortstop, bats right-handed. He's a great player, no doubt about it. And and I, I wish him all the best. But yeah, that's really I, I not think, what we're think, asking. Yeah, I think he should be gone. We're, at, we're not uh, asking whether he's but, good enough. We're asking whether he deserves to be able to come back. Oh, definitely, definitely. Everybody deserves a second. Well, hold on. Back. That's not why you called, though, right, Greg? No, I called about the White Sox because I think they'd be wasting, not wasting their money, on Machado for short because the kid that they drafted number one, Madrigal, He's their shortstop of the future. I think that's what Han sees. Anderson's not. He's a stopgap, and they probably end up getting rid of him. It's a different uh, type of player, though. It's a much different type of player. Let's uh, continue on the phones. Yeah, that, Matt, it's a guy that uh, hits home runs and drive in, drives in runs. The other guy's a table setter. Right, Madrigal's a table setter who never, ever strikes out. He might skyrocket through the system. This is Owen in Willowbrook. What's up, Owen? You're on the score. Hey, guys, I think the guy deserves a second chance, but with a change of scenery. And I, I actually think that if that's the case, what you could do, and I think the Sox have a problem with Mankata. I don't think he'll ever be the – and not just from an offensive standpoint. I don't think he's a good defensive player. No, he's going to be a third baseman. Well, yeah, but that – he doesn't – that his, his preferred position is second. If he's better at second, he's not a good defensive player. So the, what I would like to see – Maybe the Sox think about, hey, let's take a chance on Russell, see if we can and, and see if we can maybe rehab him, work with him, trade Mankata. I don't know if they're ready to give up on him or not. But with Madrigal coming up with the system, you could you could you'd have a lot of moving parts if you put it. Yeah, you're you not. Put, they're not giving up on Mankata. But I appreciate the call, Matt. Uh, Thirty, uh, okay, two hundred and sixteen strikeouts, uh, fourth most in history. But thirty doubles, fifteen home runs. Lots of stolen bases. Uh, this guy, and still in many of the scouts' opinions that I talked to, is going to be an offensive force. I thought it was really good stuff when Paul Konerko sat in with Hawk Harrelson and talked about Moncada. You have to establish that you can be a good hitter before you get any respect from the umpires. He's got to stop being so patient and trying to draw the walks. You must establish that you're good enough. Zach Withers does a terrific job for us producing. Tom Hamilton was our guest, the voice of the Cleveland Indians. You are our guests every week, and we appreciate your participation. You can follow me on Twitter at MLB Bruce Levine. I write on the web on our 670 The Score website, White Sox and Cubs every day. Matt, look forward to seeing you next week. You too. Thanks, Bruce. I'm at Matt Spiegel 670. If you're looking for me, thank you again to Zach Withers. Illinois football is next. We have a longer show next week, and uh, then Steve Rosenblum will be back next week along with me hosting alongside. Have a great day, everybody. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.